0: Hello, and welcome to The Great Beyond, an is-this-good companion pod where we follow up on last week's episode, answer listener questions, and catch up with each other. The person I'm catching up with is, of course, Jason Doyle. Hello. Hi, J.D. Thanks for coming this week, and thanks for wearing your $50 t-shirt that you got (laughs) at the Duran Duran concert. Notice that it's not a Duran
1: Duran t-shirt. No, it is not.
0: The Duran Duran merch was
1: garbage, I have to say. like, I know they were trying to recapture the the 80s sort of vibe but they didn't even do that well i think it was also their their new album or whatever so it's art from that and who gives a shit anyway so i got a LaFrique freak say chic uh shirt very simple 45 plus tax which ended up here in atlanta was about 50 dollars. and as i mentioned they spun around the terminal gave me the option of tipping i did not tip
0: yeah, I'm starting to get a little bit more stringent with that. To be honest, yeah. I'm starting like I'm just starting to try to categorize things. Um, <laughs> I can't remember where. Oh, I think yeah, I was at uh, at a wine shop. A bottle, bottle of wine. Okay. So I go in, go to the case, grab right. a bottle, bring yeah. it to the front. It's twenty four dollars. Yeah. They turn the thing around. Twenty percent tip on that <laughs> is like the the standard. The option.
1: minimum. Wow. Minimum. No,
0: they not minimum. No, there was an eighteen percent, twenty, but the middle okay. was twenty, and it, that was the recommended. And I just thought, like, why is why is it any different than going into the Gap, picking up a T-shirt and bringing it to the cash? It's now not. when you go to the Gap, there's they don't spin it around. <laughs>
1: right. but, but
0: even if let's say I had gone and said, "Hi, could you recommend? Uh, I'm going over to a friend's house for a barbecue. Can you recommend something that pairs well with?" Charred meats, because this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> uh, then they show me to I don't know a nice Sangiovese. Do I then have to tip? Like, I also mean, no, right?
1: Of course not. But also, it's it's di- that's different than you just going and picking out your own wine and then paying for it and then it, them expecting a a twenty percent tip on what I assume is a very expensive bottle of wine. Knowing you. No, it's
0: $24 Reason wow, that's going pretty. to someone's house. Normally I'm, I'm drinking Trader Joe's swill. <laughs> <laughs> My Googles are all like good wine at Trader Joe's. <laughs> it turns out these online sommeliers don't know what they're talking about. I guess it turns <laughs> out if you're a really good sommelier, you're not ranking the wines available at Trader Joe's that are priced at a, a frugal $6.99. All right. Uh, right. But, sorry, go- going backwards. I would argue that it isn't any different if I ask them a question because uh, th- so I think what you're saying is that's service, right? They're giving you service like you're walking you in and you're saying, something. Okay, but that's but I would say that is point of store. You oh, do, go into uh, store. Yep. Have question about merchandise in store. Right. Salesperson directs you to product. Right. So that you then buy item. Yes. Is that service? To me that's like now now maybe if I said oh, my wrist, I couldn't possibly carry this (laughs) 750-milliliter bottle of wine to the car. Could you do that? Now that's feeling like service, but how else are we supposed to buy things in stores? Or or I guess why is there even a person there if
1: they're not going to be able to answer a question about like this or that? Fair fair enough. I guess what I'm saying is if it's above and beyond. So carrying your parcels to the car, tip-worthy, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, but but I even hate talking about this because I hate sounding like some miser that's like nickel and diming and being like, "No, I shall not part with my monies." You know, it's <laughs> like I understand that in the restaurant industry, people are getting paid below minimum wage yes. because that's the dumb system we have in this country. Right. And unlike even in Canada, these people are not getting health care.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so they're getting paid in Canada also below minimum wage, but at least they're getting health care on top of that.
1: Right.
0: So you're you're making below minimum wage. You're usually not getting healthcare unless you're part of like a big restaurant group and even then who knows. Yeah. So you're relying on tips. I understand that. Right. But the person that's working retail is getting paid. Now maybe that wage is not great and they would all they would love to get paid more as would I if I was working at that wine shop. But I just think that the store owner's way of giving people raises, AKA putting uh, the tip question into the thing and setting it at 20% recommended. right. I don't know. That's we've shifted too much of the onus onto the customer, and it's totally. starting to drive me nuts.
1: But it's going to be the same if they if they stop tipping. The owners of the establishments are still just going to jack up the prices of the uh, the wares in said store or restaurant. Are they though? I mean, no. so you tell me if, if
0: they took that tip, like. Before uh, electronic point of sales, like the standard thing that looks like an iPad that everyone uses now, yeah, you're telling me if that didn't exist, the prices would be higher? I mean, prices have gone up due to inflation and I don't know, whatever other kind of price gouging is going on. But I right. don't think it's because of tipping.
1: No, I'm saying that if they took away the, tip, the custom of tipping... The 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 service industry people, the wine store guy that asked you for a tip, Mm, he was a woman. Well, suddenly,
0: uh, don't think a woman can sell wine, do you? Well, let me one up you because this was a woman-owned wine store. You don't think women can open a wine store? Well, they can, and some of these bottles of wine were even made by women. That's right, JD, lady winemakers. You didn't think it was possible? Girl (laughs) making wine. What? The, the most masculine
1: alcoholic <laughs> beverage ever? <laughs> wow, so and how do you... How do you we, even know that it's a female-owned wine shop? I don't know. It's
0: advertised as such.
1: Oh, okay. All right. They also
0: weirdly have, like, sex toys.
1: Okay. Um,
0: it's, it's actually a really <laughs> weird place. They have wine, sex toys, cheese, cause that makes sense. Okay. Uh, and then they have, like... Some cat toys, which, frankly, they're not painting a very complete no. picture of the modern woman. Was just they're saying say. modern woman <laughs> likes her adult juice. Mm-hmm. Modern woman like vibrator, and modern woman likes cat. <laughs> I mean, those are already the
1: stereotypes. Hey, but woman. they're but they're busting the stereotype by owning a wine shop. So there you go, I guess. Yes, the classic stereotype that women can't <laughs> or open a
0: wine shop. It was just thinking it's funny because, you know, cert- certainly in the past, and I would say even now, like, beer is considered the masculine beverage, right? Versus wine. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, right? But then the most popular beers in America, at least, are all the light beers, right? Like Bud Light, Coors Light, mm-hmm. Miller Light, mm-hmm. whatever. Wine has like three times the amount of alcohol as right. beer. Yes, and yet wine is considered sort of like the frou frou, uh, aristocratic kind of <laughs> thing. But bang for your buck, especially if you're, you're talking, we're talking a Trader Joe's six dollars six ninety nine bottle of wine. Right. Maybe they need to start calling it like Shiraz Light, and they'd sell more bottles.
1: Interesting. Huh. Maybe, you might be onto something. I'm going to go, I'll go down to the women owned wine shop, give them some tips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they want to hear sure it they. from the guy that didn't tip them.
0: <laughs> first, first of all, no, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I've been twice. The first time I did tip, cause I was just flustered. Yeah. And then the next time I made a little mental note, I said, don't do that. Yeah. It's, it's also like if they point out a $50 bottle of wine and I buy that, which frankly I wouldn't, but right. versus a. $20 bottle of wine, the 20% tip would be, uh, you know, 10, 10 bucks on the $50 yeah. bottle of wine, yeah. right? 10 bucks. Yeah. Right. So why, why should the amount of tip correlate to the price of the bottle? If, if the service is them instructing me on what right. to
1: purchase. Right. So yeah. So then you're, so what, what is that worth then? What is the recommendation worth to you? It's worth me talking about it on this
0: podcast and saying, <laughs> go to this uh, women-owned wine shop. Support local
1: business? Sure, yes, of course. Support women-owned businesses. Why not? If you're yeah. into that, if you're into like uh, the stuff that they sell, if you want a dildo, if you want a one-stop shop for your dildo, <laughs> your cheese, and your Shiraz, then you should definitely support that business.
0: They do have and some, I they do have some go- books.
1: They have some books, too, J.D., Okay. Okay, okay. What kind of books are we talking?
0: <laughs> uh like they'd seen they had some like cookbooks, some, you know, cocktail recipe books. Okay, okay. And uh perhaps like the latest, you know, hot hardcover. Okay. Not hot like sex book, like oh, hot like right. popular.
1: The the latest bestseller.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The latest best. The, whatever what the current what equivalent that? of like the time traveler's wife is. Right. The vanishing oh. half. Wow. The vanishing half. That's that's been on shelves for For months. What's it called? I've never heard of it. Vanishing Half? No. It it has like the graphic design on it is kind of like. I don't know anything about publishing, but it seems to me like they'll publish one book, it'll become Mm. popular, and then for a year, every book's cover looks like that book. Right. Yeah, yeah. If you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about.
1: Okay. Cool. Uh,
0: Did anything good or not good happen to you this week?
1: Well, we had a little run-in run in on the pickleball court the other oh, day. No. Oh, uh, and no. I hate to always bring it back to pickleball, but literally that's all... <laughs> do you all... hate it, JD? Do you no, hate it? No, I do, it? because it's like... Uh, I was like racking my brain going, what did I do? Other than fucking work, I ducked away to play pickleball a couple of times. So anyway, we're playing pickleball. And we had a sort of faker kind of... Uh, I don't know how to describe her. She was just like... Uh, She was young, youngish and hot, right? Which is not not common on the pickleball court in general.
0: And just curious because you've – when you've described yourself playing pickleball, you described yourself as young relative to everyone. So is this woman younger than you? Oh, yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Younger, yeah. I'm not going to put a number on her, but she's definitely younger than me, younger than Rachel. Anyway, uh, I saw her come in a couple of nights ago and she was like – kind of, it felt very fake and put on. Like, oh, what's this game you people are playing? This looks interesting. <laughs> this is at the local Y, right? So it's just like, people can just wander in. So we're in a gym, and and uh, some very nice people were like, uh, oh, this is Pickleball, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, I'm very interested. And then all of a sudden, she was playing, and she was a little too good. You know mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, yep. I think she was disingenuous with the... Pretending that uh, I've never played, I've never even seen this game before, and suddenly she's she's decent at it. I'm not going to say she's good; she's decent. So a couple, no, God no. Okay, a couple of days later, she was uh, she she was at. Uh, and it's another run. I'm going to call it a run. You know, mm-hmm. the guys call ba- basketball a run. I'm going to call this a run because that's what it is. It's like, uh, you know, it's, we're playing ball. We're playing ball. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> Pass me the rock. <laughs> Pass me that rock. Uh, anyway, so she was really, really getting on Rachel's nerves because Rachel was playing against her and Rachel kept complimenting her. Like, mm-hmm. oh, nice shot. Like being encouraging. We knew mm-hmm. that she was a beginner. Nothing. No response. Like, mm-hmm. Is that rude? Like, a little bit? If somebody says to you, hey, nice shot. That was a great shot there. What's yeah, your I response usually? You, so? I go, thanks. Exactly. Acknowledge it. Yeah. Now, my my theory is this this woman is, she's beautiful. She's She's very used to getting compliments. Oh, okay. That's my theory, you mm-hmm. know? She's like, yeah, 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 I know. And then she said something like, she was getting her ass handed to her, and she was like, oh oh, I'm just getting warmed up. Don't worry. I'm just getting warmed up because she has a partner as well, right? Anyway, uh, they finally won and she was with uh, a guy that we play with all the time. And
0: oh, sorry. She was on Rachel's team.
1: No, no, no. Uh, oh, okay. When at, the, at first, yeah, no, she. it was me and Rachel versus oh, okay. her, her and part. this guy that we play with all the time who is awesome. Like, okay. he's great. Okay. So he basically carried her to a win. Mm-hmm. She had a couple of nice shots. Like mm-hmm. I said, she's definitely played the game before. She had a couple of nice shots, but then when we were like tapping up our rackets, and she was like, "See, I told you all I needed to do was warm up," oh, or something like that. No. And it was just like Rachel was like, oh, "How about a little?" Like she even said to her, "Like how about a little sportsman, sportsman like conduct or something like that?" Wow! And then of Rachel's course, the and queen then of, of course, confrontation. oh totally! And then of course, Rachel's the bad, the bad guy, yeah, right? Of course, because of she's like, "Oh," and then her partner, because he's an older guy and it's a younger girl he's trying to protect her you know like oh come on rachel blah blah, blah, blah. but no rachel was totally right <laughs> anyways we're playing them later now this is uh-huh. the good part this is what happened that was good a couple of her friends we were we were playing it was a very contested very testy match it was tension in the air for sure mm-hmm. and uh, uh two of her friends just poked their heads in and she's like, and they're like, oh, what, what is this you're playing? This whole fucking scene again. <laughs> and she was like, she turned around to them and, uh, and said, oh, it's pickleball. It's really easy. You guys should try it sometime. Oh, God, no. Fuck. Uh, which, fair enough. It is kind of easy, but it's hard to master. Anyways, she, <laughs> her partner had just served, and I fucking smoked her like smoked her like hit her like in the upper thigh she didn't have a chance right in front of her friends after she had said this game is so easy check it out and just like almost left a welt on her leg and i felt I'm, I'm still on a high from it i'm still on a high from it it was like made my week i didn't even care if we lost it everything all the stress of the tension that was in the room just melted away i was like i won i just won the day i won my week so yeah did something good happen to me yes something um, very good happened to me do you think she walked away having learned a lesson no, God no. No, I don't God, think so either. No, 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 no.
0: Cause when you were first <laughs> describing it, when she when she you were describing her as like, Oh, what is this? I heard the sound of uh, balls <laughs> hitting rackets, and I, I wondered what could that be? <laughs> that you were getting like white man can't jump. Like you were getting uh, yeah. Billy Hoyle. Woody Harrelson was coming to the court going, What's what is this dribbling of this ball? Right. Um now
1: it didn't seem ultimately like that because she didn't crush you. She didn't know, but she had definitely played before. And I was telling this to Jackson when we got home, and he's like, Oh, yeah, I do that all the time. Now, this kid's 15 years old. Uh-huh. He'll sort of show up on a basketball court and say, Oh, I've never played this game before. And then he'll, like, you know, he's a pretty good shooter. So he'll just sink shots, and people are like, Oh. And then he's like, I'm just kidding. I, I played before. So it was all that without the. Oh, he does uh, this I've joke because
0: I do that same thing when I'm speaking French. <laughs> I always say that I don't tell people that I'm from Montreal because, right. you know, I'm, I'm from Montreal, which is French, but I, I'm English. So I yes. didn't, it's not my, uh, my mother tongue. Did learn it in school, but I've been gone for so long and I was never that good as, uh, at it in the <laughs> first place that right. now it sucks. But when I speak to anyone that is French, they're so impressed that this person they think is an American... Right knows how to speak French. They're <laughs> fucking blown away. Now, if I tell them I'm from Montreal, that's going to immediately go down. So I pretend <laughs> exactly that I
1: just took some courses in high school. And uh, but what what do you do when they find out that you're actually from Montreal? Like,
0: well, I, I don't. I never tell them. This is usually just like a passing thing.
1: What if he, what if uh, you when know you become it, besties? Become besties, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're from Montreal. Everything snaps into focus, and then
0: I'll say I, I left when I was. I was orphaned, I was <laughs> left at a
1: church steps Right, so it's- And the
0: family that adopted me, uh, you know, so I, I was but two years old when I left Love it Can't, and certainly don't look that up on the internet <laughs> What about a movie called White Women Can't Dink? Oh, oh,
1: we should no, know No, but that. the
0: white women can dink, let's be honest
1: Yes, oh my
0: god White Women Can Dink? Is that a movie? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I'll tell you what. I heard a review of this new White Men Can't Jump. Yes. The one that's on Hulu. Yeah. With Jack Harlow.
1: supposed to be terrible. Uh, I think uh, Jackson and Rachel watched it. I think they didn't mind it, actually. Oh, okay. Okay, well then. I I guess different people
0: have different opinions on things. Yes. Not on this show, though. Actually, for this next topic, I do need your opinion on something. Okay. So. Uh this is something I saw this week and I need you to tell me if you think it's good or not. So <laughs> Daniel Ralston, who is a former is this good guest? Sure, yeah. If you remember, he's a podcaster, he's a writer, he has the forthcoming Fake Zombies podcast coming out. He has that uh Iron Maiden mysterious death story coming up. Uh, Anyways, what is but... Iron Butterfly? <clears throat> yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the fact check. He would be furious at me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, as we also talked about on the show, he's a bartender. Right and so he sent me a text this week and basically explained the situation like he's working at this bar, this guy comes up to him and hands him a business card. He thinks okay, that's a little bit odd. Looks down at the business card and this is what's on the business card. Hold on, it's going to take me a second to bring this up. (laughs) Promise you it'll be worthwhile.
1: Coming up now. Coming up now. Okay, oh, so Jill, this... let's do something about your internet. I still can't see it.
0: Oh, no, Jill. Oh, Jill, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs>
1: nah, nothing. It's just three So it's knots. not coming. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Got it. Here got it got is. It, got
0: it. Yep. Okay. So what you're seeing is a business card, uh-huh. but on the business card is a picture of a cocktail called Johnny's Dream. Yeah. <laughs> and there is a recipe. Yeah. So basically, this guy is saying, "Hey, I don't want to. I'm not going to tell you what I want. I'm just going to show you this business card. Make this thing that's on this. Do you think this Mm. is good or not?
1: Do I think? Yeah, you know what? I am going to say I think it's fine. Um, I've never heard of this cocktail. No, because
0: first of all, do we think the guy's name is Johnny? It's got to be
1: Johnny. It huh? There, yeah, there's no way that be. the
0: standard name for this cocktail is Johnny's Dream. Also, l- let me just go through the ingredients here. Yeah. Two parts silver tequila, mm-hmm. one part Aperol, half okay. ounce lime juice, four to five drops orange bitters. I like he says four to five, so he's allowing some interpretation for the bartender. Yeah, uh, Squeeze of orange juice, shake yeah. well, and serve up with an orange twist. Ten. So I'm not a bartender, but to me, this doesn't look like a complicated drink. You basically no. have your, the liquor was tequila. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, an aperitif, an in this case, Aperol.
1: Aperol yeah. Lime juice and bitters. Yeah. yeah, and a little bit of orange juice. Citrus-y. A little bit of orange juice.
0: I, I guarantee you this drink has a name,
1: and it's not Johnny's dream. I've never seen this drink before. I've never seen this com- combination, weirdly. I don't think I've ever seen Aperol with tequila, but I, I'm not... No, you, you I'm can not, do it. Yeah, well, I'm sure it. you can. I'm just... Uh, I'm out, JD. I'm out in the streets, okay? okay I'm looking you're, you're at the cocktail the
0: menus. I'm going Luxardo. What's Luxardo? Okay, but... I've seen a, a, a drink with tequila and Aperol, especially in the summer. Okay. It ain't called Johnny's Dream. And I'll tell you something else. This, in my opinion, yeah. and this is the layman speaking, this yeah. drink should not be served up. There's too, I, there's too many sweet things. I
1: think it should be on the rocks. I think I want this cold. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Oh, 100%. I agree with you. Um, I mean, I it is shaken, so it would be cold. But oh, yeah, with, that's a great point. That's a great point. It would be better on ice, I think. Uh, yeah, I still want it on a rock. Yeah. But jo-
0: Johnny's got flair, man. That's the thing. Johnny wants to walk around with a martini glass.
1: Yeah. So coupe, what was God, that What did Daniel have to say? Was he was he annoyed or? No, I think he he admired the the. The advanced work that this man put into this. I mean, I will say the the thing that I find most offensive is the design of it. Um, it's a very poorly. It looks like very uh, Canva Something Pro. I would make
0: on Canva <laughs> for the show. Yeah,
1: hundred <laughs> percent. No, no, no. You're a hundred times better than this. But like,
0: uh. because would you want the ingredients to not creep onto the picture of the cocktail? Because that's what's throwing me off.
1: Uh, it's a little yeah. hard to read.
0: Maybe it's getting an
1: outline on the text or something. Yeah, at least a stroke or a drop shadow, maybe. I don't know. Something to make it pop a little more. I don't love the font.
0: Uh, Yeah, and and
1: frankly, I don't like the picture of the drink either. I think it could be much smaller in the corner and let the bartender sort of do his or her thing, you know, uh, serving it up as, you know, all you have to say is martini glass. It could be like an image or whatever.
0: Yeah, and and let's add a little flair to the title, Johnny's Dream, because right now Johnny's Dream, same font size, same font as the ingredients. Right. You know, you want the headline, then you want the ingredients listed lower. 100%. 100%. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So this this has never happened to you while you were bartending. No, never. God, no. It, it is interesting that like the cocktail world still or the bar world still allows for some idea of the customer is always right. You know, like imagine yeah. you walked into a restaurant, a waiter comes over, you just slide your business card over, and he <laughs> takes a look and it just says like, "Mama's jambalaya." <laughs> it's like like. <laughs> this, <laughs> sir, this, this is an Italian restaurant. They're like, "Nope. <laughs> I'm sure you have you don't have ground chicken back there? Well, then get to grinding."
1: <laughs> this could catch on briefly until AI takes over the bartending game. You know what I mean? Like I have my drink, my signature cocktail, and I'm just going to tell the bartender and soon it will be I'm just going to tell the the machine, the bar, the bar machine that I want two parts silver tequila, one part Aperol, blah blah blah. And that's that's sad to think of, but it's the future, I think. But but you're saying not just AI, you're saying a robot bartender. Yeah, yeah, a robot or like a like a Star Trek replicator or whatever. It's a machine, and you just bzz, give you. The well, game. you know
0: what? You know what would be way easier to do. Like, which could be done right now. You know, at some bars you'll go to. Personally, I find these bars very annoying. But you'll just tell them what kind of mood you're in. Mm-hmm. And then they will ma- make a cocktail based on that. <laughs> I mean, um, I've
1: never done this, but, um, sure.
0: <laughs> it, it exists. Yeah. Again, I don't like it. Some places is as much as as whimsical as you'll go in and you'll say, I'm feeling fun and flirty. Right. And then in some places <laughs> yeah. it'll just be like, um, just tell us the base cocktail and then a flavor profile. So you okay. would say rye mm-hmm. sour. And then they they would take it from there. Okay. Um, so, anyways, you could you could have a little iPad and you could just input these things, and then the AI could generate a recipe. Yeah. Is that that impressive? Not really, but uh, no. but you know, people are like just shoving AI into everything right
1: now right. in places places where AI don't need to be. Right. I mean, it's literally gonna that kind of thing is literally gonna be the the slot machine head thing, you know, where it's like, what Disney character are you, and it just goes Pumbaa. What like? but that it'll be are they saying I have nasty farts (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly that's how it's going to be can't wait for that can't wait
0: for (laughs) that all right so if anything bad happens on an airplane I think we are obligated to talk about it as people from is this good everyone every viral plane video that occurs someone sends it to us and says what do you think of this so I'd like to read to you a headline from the mirror Passenger sets up projector on flight to watch film, and people are divided. A passenger has sparked a debate after he set up a projector mid-flight so he could watch a film, but not everyone agrees whether it was acceptable behavior. Let me just start by saying... (laughs) I suppose people are divided, as in if you read a thousand tweets about this, one person might say, I think this is fine, but I don't think people are divided on this. So I mean, what, I mean, okay. what's your gut reaction? Would you, would you have to pause and think, what are the pros and cons of projecting? So, so here's what this man has done.
1: Okay. He
0: had, he brought a projector onto the airplane and across the aisle onto the overhead baggage compartments where, you know, people put their carry ons. Yeah. He is projecting a movie. Now, I don't know if this changes it for you, but you'll, you, if I asked you to guess what movie he was projecting and this happened this week. <laughs> He's projecting Mel Gibson's The Patriot.
1: Wow, isn't okay. that very random? Very random. So I don't okay. understand. So he, so okay, I'm pick, trying to picture this in my head. So he wasn't at the bulkhead, like where he could actually no no project he's, he's, in front of him. He's he's projecting it onto the baggage, correct?
0: Which are always white. So,
1: but what in a sense the world is his canvas. Fair. when you have a Fair. projector all the world is a canvas so so then he just sort of turned his head and was it directly beside him or was it sort of in front of him like I I'm
0: yeah for, well from the position i couldn't see where he was i don't think but yeah basically imagine you're kind of if you're at the window you would you would your head would be turned towards right. the aisle opposite you right
1: yeah well i mean if i was on this plane i probably would not give a shit like, okay. uh, who, how many people are actually seeing it? Really? Well, every, everyone in the row opposite where it's being projected could see it. So three people.
0: No, why would the people in front a few, at least a few rows, the people in back at least a few rows. I this thing is
1: big. Well, it's not that big if it's fitting on the... the... Yeah, but it could fit... I mean, I mean, we're talking 16 by 9, JD. We're talking
0: letterbox, yeah. so it's, right. it's longer than it is higher. <laughs> I don't know if you know how these things work. Does he
1: have the captions going?
0: he had the captions
1: on. Okay. That's well, why that's, that's very considerate.
0: Well, that's why I love these articles that are just these speaking of AI, these articles are probably fucking written by AI. Yeah. Cuz the article is like some people slam the move with one person asking, is everyone traveling by air allowed to act like it's their own private world these days? Still yeah. Others appeared impressed by the move, especially as he had put subtitles on the film, with one person describing him as, quote, the hero we need. <laughs> Another added, quote, I mean, was a rule broken? As long as there's no nudity or obscene violence, and he was using headphones. So I like this idea, it's like, was there a rule broken? Like... As if etiquette is, like, mandated by law, like, from yes. the school of the 11-year-old that's going, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, I'm not right. touching you, I'm not, you can't be mad, I'm not actually touching you.
1: Yeah, it's the it's the Air Bud school of um, of legal uh, education, <laughs> yeah, right. where they, there's nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't be our point guard. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's stupid and inconsiderate on one hand, but also, who gives a shit? What what, I think what airline was this? I, I, don't know,
0: hmm. but I, what does that make a difference? Yeah, so like because, if it's
1: Spirit, let those people suffer more. Well, well, yes, because was, I, I would never fly Spirit if I can help it. A, what do I say? It's like EasyJet, where they don't have screens already, and there's people are just twiddling their thumbs. But who is oh, who is that? Everybody's everybody's got a device, a usually. phone or an iPad, yeah. or a but laptop. on the di- but on the discount airliners, like, there's no Wi-Fi. There's no whatever. So if people are stuck and they want to watch Mel Gibson be a Patriot, I guess the option is there for you, I suppose. Well, Where are they going? Is, I, I want to know everything oh, I about I don't know this. why.
0: That makes a difference. <laughs> they were going back to England, so everyone should watch The Patriot to know <laughs> about the War of Independence. <laughs> I guess that's what that movie is about. It's been a long time. Uh, um, we, we are, uh, are sort of just it. going retro. Maybe this is an idea Retro Airlines Because remember Movies did Used to just be projected At the front of the plane Hell yeah I remember You They used that. to get on the plane And go And, what's and then What's the movie What's Exactly What's the movie And then they'd be like Well first we're showing Rain Man And then followed by Whatever And yeah. then you're like Oh I, I wish The second one was first I want I gotta be sleeping By then <laughs> And then they'd be like uh, Turn to Channel 2 For English you know what I mean? Because you used to have those things that like looked like a doctor's stethoscope. Yeah.
1: Oh, I remember them. You but could then, talk into them. It
0: was great. But then we moved to the screens every few rows, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. then you used to get on the plane and be like, oh, fuck, the screen's right above my head. I can't yeah. see it. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm in the furthest possible place from the screen ahead of me. And these are like old four by three TVs. Oh, man. Talk so to way, me, old man. Yeah. I, I think Retro <laughs> Airlines. Okay. the mo- you, There's one movie for everyone. Yeah. And it's projected. Yeah. Okay. Now, this is a big selling point for some people. You could smoke.
1: Yeah. Okay. In the the back, anyways, you could. Uh.
0: Okay, fine. In the back, you can smoke. Yeah. Maybe you have to dress up?
1: You have to wear a suit? Yes. 100%.
0: Okay. <laughs> now, the problem is once we get these sick animals on this plane, they're going to go retro airlines. I could play a little grab ass with the flight attendant. In fact, we're... We're so retro, we're calling them stewardesses again.
1: <laughs> okay. But well, we gotta control
0: we gotta control these animals somehow. Would,
1: we can't I, have we can't have sexual harassment be part of Retro Airlines. I would argue that that was never acceptable. It was just sort of tolerated. You know what I mean? Mm. Right, right, right. So, okay, how about
0: this? You have to offer the flight attendant like uh a nice retro gift, like a pair of stockings or something.
1: <laughs> Okay, yeah. I like that. Sure.
0: And then maybe offer like say that you're married but then offer to have like a torrid affair where you you whisk her off to Paris. And but again, okay. you don't do it, but that's just the atmosphere.
1: Yeah. No, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, (laughs) Okay. good, good, good. Uh, All right. Retro Airlines. Hit us up with your ideas for retro airlines. There is something about everybody watching the same movie. The last time I watched a movie on a plane like that, like old school projector, it was the naked gun. Mm -hmm. People were dying. Like the whole plane, just hilarious. Like just like it brought the house down. Shout out to Leslie Nielsen. Like they, that just doesn't happen anymore. Occasionally you'll have some weirdo in the, in the corner, you know, just chuckling at whatever, or losing it on something. But uh, <laughs> I
0: like, you know, cause we're always complaining, like there's no monoculture anymore. There's not one thing that everyone can talk about. And most people mean that in the sense of like, you know, uh, no one's watching network TV. We're not all watching Seinfeld at 8 PM on a Thursday. anymore. Right. <laughs> but I like your take to the next level. You're just like airplanes, one movie. <laughs> that's right it's it's a double feature it's or it's not a double feature it's we're showing naked gun Mm -hmm. and we're opening with some just for laughs gags
1: oh god remember that oh (laughs) my
0: god and mr beam was a big one yeah living in canada (laughs) and flying air canada you are going to see some just for laughs gags whether (laughs) you wanted to or not and those don't hit quite as hard as naked gun Um. um Want to ask you this question because I'm living with Jill, which is why you know I have this terrible Wi-Fi. Jill, maybe you should upgrade. You know, when you're <laughs> listening to this, maybe consider upgrading the Wi-Fi. Um, just so you're just no- noticing things that I wouldn't have noticed before. I want to okay. get your read on this. Okay. Because now I feel crazy. So she <laughs> left the house for to do a couple errands. She was gone, Max. I would say ninety minutes, but between an hour and two hours. Okay. She gets back, takes off her socks, folds them up, puts them back in the sock drawer. No. I say, what are you doing? She says, I wore these for like an hour. I said, but you wore them. She says, (laughs) yeah, but only for an hour. They're still clean. I said, those go in the hamper. She says, so whether I wear it for an hour or the entire day, they're going in the hamper either way. Mm -hmm. She says, that's not a lot of nuance. I say, that's correct. There's no nuance when it comes to socks and laundry. I subscribe to the contamination rule. Yeah. One particle of contamination slides it into contamination you know what I'm saying yeah. like there's uh-huh. no like oh it's yeah. only a little bit contaminated
1: you know I am a hundred percent on board with you on this particular one I have if if I put on a pair of socks and then I decided mm, I don't want to wear these socks I'll take them off I'll still smell them even though they've been on my feet for two minutes maximum And if they pass the sniff test, I'll put them back. But that is the only, the only scenario. If I had taken that extra minute and put on my shoes, it's over for those. It's over, yeah, because they're touching contamination. Exactly. I would be. I would take them off, uh, the shoes off, and they would go directly in the hamper. I wouldn't even think about it. And I find it very disturbing that she walked around in an hour, took the socks off. You didn't say she smelled them before she put them back. She just, without a thought, put them back. I mean, I, f- I don't want to say red flag, but... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I wish she was, because it's just a
0: one-bedroom apartment. I sort of wish she was just on the couch. But she's out right now. She's out right now exercising. I swear to God, if she comes home and takes those socks off and does put them in laundry, we're... Well, I'm moving out and back into my <laughs> contaminated apartment. I'd rather be inhaling mold than dirty sock. <laughs> so what about, do you extend this to all um, parts of clothing? Uh, like, do you just want to go head to toe quickly through?
1: Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weirdly um, hat, you're wearing hat, a million times before you wash it. I actually wash my hats. I wear a hat pretty much every day. Um, so I wash them pretty often, like once every two weeks. Um, so that's, and that's more than most, I'm sure. I don't okay. like the smell of a scalp. You know okay, but I mean? You
0: are like sweating a lot from your scalp. Yep. Cause of your hair, now you're adding the hat. Yeah. It's got nowhere to go. Yeah. You're probably sweating more from your brow than from your socks.
1: Oh no, no, no.
0: No. Yeah, I got sweaty feet
1: too. Sweaty yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a hat merino is- wool, Bombas merino wool only. Use
0: code no dunks. What's your code? No dunks twenty. What is uh, it? No, it's no dunks right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Use code no. Go to Bombas. Use code no dunks for some Bombas socks. Uh, okay. T-shirt. You wear it for an hour.
1: Uh, pretty. Yeah, going in the laundry. Yeah, laundry. Okay. Yeah, you know, uh, we could cut to the everything because everything is going Everything, okay. Yeah, yeah, And
0: it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> uh, an hour just hanging out, out around the house Mm-mm. versus an hour running an errand. Nope, doesn't matter. Okay, well, hold on. But pants, jeans, I'm not washing those every time.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh,
0: I'm washing jeans once every bleh, two weeks, week and a half.
1: No, it's every time for me. And I know I'm in, I certainly around Oh, that's here. crazy. Yeah, I gene lovers, they'll I, say, you got to let that
0: salvage denim breathe, baby.
1: I know. Oh, who's, who's, I don't, I'm not wearing salvage denim. I'm wearing, that's half of its fucking spandex anyways. So.
0: Not salvage denim, salvage denim. Salvage whatever. I don't know what it is, JD, but it's fancy <laughs> denim, okay? I, you know, we went to this uh, museum in LA called, shit, what's it called? I think it might be, like, the Gene Autry Museum of the American West or something like that. It's in L.A. Like, uh, we both like weird Western Uh, shit. Is
1: it a... a Go go on.
0: Yeah, okay. Oh, you're asking, do they reckon with the actual (laughs) occurrences of what happened in the American West?
1: (laughs) No, no, no. I was going to say, is it a museum of genes? And it's the Gene Autry Museum? What are you saying? (laughs)
0: I did not put that together. What is (laughs) happening? I didn't put that together. No, but I did see a pair of jeans there.
1: Okay. (laughs) They had an
0: exhibit of like old timey clothes. And there was literally a pair of jeans that was like 150 years old. And they looked amazing. Like you could buy them in in a, like a fancy secondhand store. Wow. Okay. And my only point is I guarantee you that person was not washing them (laughs) every (laughs) single day. And that is what allowed these jeans to hmm. live on, mm-hmm. and therefore allowed me to observe them
1: but don't they you might want... been, they might have been levi's how old were levi's they're old it's uh it's a legacy company for sure, but how don't you want to wash your jeans and like make them you know wear them out and doesn't that add to the wear and tear and the character of I, it? I guess so, but some people want a stiff jean first of all, I know but uh, they stink. Like the, the don't people they smell? Don't stink. I guess. You're, you're, I don't know.
0: Are, are your knees
1: sweating? Yes, I am sweaty guy. I live in Georgia.
0: Okay, well then you're a freak. I don't know, about this <laughs> this maybe you could talk me to the back of the knee
1: sweat? Okay, but well, never mind. Okay, my, the, my, my, I, my, well, I'm talking about Are like, your ankles sweating? I mean no, but the the jeans are on my ass. They're on my crotch. Like, uh, but you're wearing underwear, presumably. Yeah, yes, but I don't know. It's gross. Things are moving. Things are moving around. I don't know. I'm farting at least three times in those jeans. I would think. <laughs> let me let me ask you this.
0: You're just wearing underwear right now. I got. And you got. Too, you but... have to an itch to scratch in the butt region. Okay.
1: okay? Yeah.
0: You go to scratch it
1: yeah.
0: over the material, not under the material. So you're you're basically pushing the material, the micromodal, yes. Yes. into whatever area you're scratching. Do you okay. then have to go wash your hands? <laughs> now, I say this because if you're saying yes, then I would admit there's some consistency to your theory. That the dirt material bacteria is passing through the material.
1: Okay. The, the answer is yes, 100%. Uh... I'm washing my hands. And also I this almost never comes up for me. I will <laughs> okay, I will I will live with the tickle until I can get into <laughs> <laughs> some sort of situation where I can deal with the problem directly. But uh yeah, I'm not uh yeah, I don't know. I one time my cousin uh we were at camp uh <laughs> and he <laughs> This is a weird one, but he we, we for some <laughs> reason he we were dressed and he was in the water and the, uh, you could see his, through his shorts right his shorts uh-huh, see sure, his, his sure. underwear and skid marks all over them and he Whoa, was boy. roasted and I was like is that is that what is that ha- do I have that and I I don't think I did but I was I've been paranoid about that ever since about having skid marks in my my underwear at all so i'm very pardon the pun anal about it <laughs> <I've got But laughs> i think this is a bigger problem and no offense in
0: your day when the only undergarment <laughs> option was a white pair of uh banana hammock
1: hanes you're right that's and that's that, that why we've part moved the up problem. i
0: haven't worn a pair of white underwear in like 20 years yeah same same why would you well what's the advantage
1: exactly exactly
0: I mean, I mean if you hit- is it a sun thing? Like you know, if it's a hot
1: day, you're wearing a black T-shirt, <laughs> but the sun's not hitting your underwear. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I think I think if you got a hot bod, and you the the white like peeking out of the sh- out, out of the jeans. Yeah, yeah. Or if you you happen to be in a situation where. You are you find yourself with uh, some a uh, uh, potential partner, you know, and mm-hmm. you you're where you just get down to the the whiteies or white underwear on yeah. your tan fit bod. Yeah, You'll, it looks good. It just looks good. I, I agree that it does look good, but <sighs> the the risk is not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it.
0: Yeah, it's not worth it. Now, because imagine then you you disrobe and then this you know lady or man looks at you and goes. God damn, you look. Then you turn around, (laughs) and as and as three D Dennis Scott might say, see them skid marks. (laughs) See them skid marks. marks. (laughs) See them skid marks. But much like you, because I went to summer camp, I was always terrified that my underwear—I would wake up and it would be at the top of the flagpole.
1: Yeah, there's that too.
0: I say, oh look at old shit pants, (laughs) Austin. Because in those days, in the early '90s, yeah, I was I was only wearing Hanes.
1: Yeah. Well, okay, getting back to your original question, are you washing your hands after picking your ass is basically what you asked.
0: Yes, uh, correct.
1: Do you wash your hands after you wipe your ass? But that's, if this is don't... my point. Exactly. Yes. Well, what... <laughs> are we my... agreeing or aren't we? <laughs>
0: well, I guess we're disagreeing because if I had to wash my finger every time I touched my ass, I wouldn't get anything done.
1: <laughs> okay, good to know. Good to know. Do it right now. Hold on a second. <laughs> <Ew>. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Hold on. Can you pause? I have to go wash my hands. <laughs> uh. All right. Some housekeeping, JD. All right. Let's do it. Join our Patreon, patreon.com slash good. The live stream hangout is tonight at 8.30 p.m. Easter. Yes. Now, reminder, you could sign up for a free trial, patreon.com slash this good. Okay. Yep. Free trial, patreon.com, such Is This Good. Also the place to subscribe if you'd like. Live stream tonight, Thursday, 8.30 Eastern. We're excited to see you there. Next week, there will only be one show, JD. Why?
1: Because uh, fourth you... Fourth of July?
0: Well, oh. not really. <laughs> you are going to Vegas. I am going to Vegas. Beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think this is the first time I've been to Vegas that you are not going to be there like in my life.
0: Oh, wow. Who you have to complain to about it?
1: <laughs> well, I'm gonna be complaining to you probably in this app at, some, yes. at a certain point. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yes, so we're gonna do one Great Beyond next week. No is this good show, JD's on the road. Doesn't have his rig, okay? That's Don't what we call it in the biz. Yeah. You can't get a gig if you ain't got the rig. Do people that's say that? Exactly. Yeah, I think so. That sounds like something. That'd be a cool bumper sticker. Fuck yeah. For a guy that drinks Shiraz Light. (laughs) Uh, So yes, JD's in Vegas. We're excited to talk about Vegas. So gather all your stories, JD.
1: Okay. And we
0: will, we're we're not sure what day that's going to come out, but no, is this good? We have a show dropping the week after. So July 10th. Yes. And that will be with the great Kelly Dwyer, the original basketball blogger. A fascinating man. I'm. I'm excited to get behind the curtain with Kelly Dwyer because I've. i known him. I've met him, but I've not really talked with him at any length. And he has like. A, a, interesting opinions. I find.
1: Yeah, interesting opinions, and get ready for some deep cuts because the man, he, he's he's a vault of knowledge, and he just likes retro stuff. The last time he was on No bunts last year, he was he was pulling out like Mash, inside, Matt like. Corporal Klinger mash jokes <laughs> oh like referring to the the number on Corporal Klinger's uh baseball jersey like well, how do you like did you wiki this beforehand and it just came up I don't know why it came up but like goddamn this guy and Corporal Klinger if you may remember was Which really Which I'll tell you right now I don't you remember don't. <clears throat> he was he was his the famous thing about his character was that he dressed as a woman all the time because he was trying to get a quote-unquote section eight, which was being kicked out of the army for being crazy, but oh. for being insane. So he would dress mm-hmm. in drag for, God, at least three or four seasons there. Um,
0: you so. mean every show?
1: Yeah, literally every in show. Drag? Yeah, different outfit every time. It was. And a, one of his outfits was a baseball jersey? Well, before that, he he was wearing a baseball jer- uniform for whatever reason. I don't think that was part But of hold
0: the on. If it years. wasn't working the first time, why did he think doing it for three seasons would
1: work? It was the visual gag, I guess. Uh, yeah, it was a different time, Matt.
0: God, it was easy to make people laugh back then, huh? Well, hey, look at this guy. He's
1: dressed as a woman. Isn't that
0: hilarious? Ha ha.
1: But well, to be fair, Jamie Farr did look pretty funny dressed as a woman. Okay. I mean... Like a Bugs Bunny style. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Very, very good comparison. Anyway, uh, Kelly Dwyer is going to be great. Okay, Kelly Dwyer. Go. Right. I forgot what we were
0: talking about. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be at least... Let's set an over-under for Steely Dan references.
1: Oh, yeah. For sure. At
0: th- 2.5
1: or yeah. 3.5? Uh, 2.5, I think.
0: Okay, 2.5. So we'll see... Uh Buy your Is This Good merch, is this good com Saw Jay Skeets wearing it on No dunks yeah.
1: God, did he look good. Looks you could look great. As good. It yeah. looks great.
0: Be ready. Be ready to judge things. Be, you're <laughs> doing something out in the world. People will turn to you and say, Is that good? Like they spin around the tip thing. It says 20% at the wine store. You're wearing the shirt. You just <laughs> pop it, show it to them, and say, Hmm? Uh, Send me emails at isixgoodpod at gmail.com. Could always use some good emails and some good topics. And subscribe on YouTube and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I haven't checked on Apple Podcasts, but I don't think there's been any new reviews lately. Oh. uh, And I don't like that. So go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Uh, A quick bit of follow-up before I get to the main piece of follow-up here, JD. Okay. Remember last week I was talking about how proud I was of myself that... I had a meeting with a guy named Chris Martin, a British guy named Chris Martin. I didn't make one single Coldplay joke. And I related to this guy that I saw working at a hotel named Will Smith post slap and asked him how often it came up. And he said, never comes up. And I was like, I don't believe you. So 65 font on Twitter, uh, send me an article. The article's from 2013, but I think we can extrapolate that's somewhat similar. This is a list of the top 13 full names in America. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> William Smith is number 11 on this. So William is the 11th most common name in America. Really? Yeah. Okay. Does that, I mean, that's that seems. High. You think it's high? 11. Well, do you want to guess who's number one? Uh, John Smith. That's what I thought too. John Smith is 13th. John Smith is below Will Smith. Wow. I think it's because it, it's like, if your last name is Smith, and you want to name your kid John, you're like, it's too John Doey. Like, it's right. too... Yeah, generic. Generic. Mm-hmm. So, people put a little spin on it, and the number one name in America is James Smith. Okay. Anyways, you wouldn't be surprised to know that it's James Smith, then Michael Smith, then Robert Smith. Then a little bit of a left turn, Maria Garcia. Now we're back to the Smiths. We've got David Smith. Then we got Maria Rodriguez. Okay. Now we're back to Mary Smith. Maria Hernandez. Maria Martinez, James Johnson, William Smith, Robert Johnson, and John Smith. So, there you go. Popular names. So, there's a lot of people out there, which maybe this guy was right because there's so many people named Will Smith that it's not unique to see someone's name tags as Will Smith. So, you're getting off all your Will Smith jokes at the cashier at the supermarket. Then you go to the pharmacy. That guy's named Will Smith. Right. You know? Then you go to the bar. The bartender's name is Will Smith. Right. So, by the time you get to the hotel guy, you're like, I've used up all my Will Smith material.
1: So who famous do we have in that list then? We have Will Smith obviously. We have mm-hmm. Robert Smith. We have Robert Johnson. Yes. No one no one else jumped out at me. In terms of a famous person. Is there a famous a James Smith? Name. I mean. Not not you said much James much. Johnson, right? Uh oh, did you say I said uh, Robert Johnson, the Kay. blues guitarist. And uh, Robert Smith the Cure. Robert Smith from the Cure.
0: And James Johnson, I mean, I There's at least an NBA player named James Johnson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. But uh, otherwise, yeah, I don't know. I'm not seeing anyone else. So it's safe to name your kid David Smith. Yeah, Oh, it's safe safe to name yourself James Smith, the number one option. Interesting. Uh, So, as you know, we have a Discord, JD, that you can join if you join our Patreon. Mm -hmm. It's popping over there. Yeah. We got young Pep Dash in there now telling everyone he's drinking eight... Leaders of Diet Coke a day, or maybe it's Diet Pepsi. Either one. It's Diet
1: Pepsi. It's Diet Pepsi for sure. Unless he's, okay, unless he's uh, done a complete one eighty and
0: well, he says he's brought the, the number Pepsi. down.
1: Yeah, yeah. It used to be higher. I remember okay. that about him.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. But anyway, yeah. so the discord's
1: popping, and
0: I saw people. Someone said, "Hey, does anyone ever watch old episodes of the blank?" Jones, or listen to episodes of the Blank Jones. Now, the Blank Jones, if you don't know, back when we were the Basketball Jones, so this is 2006 to 2013, back in Toronto, during the summer, there'd be no NBA stuff, so we su- just started experimenting with doing shows that had nothing to do with basketball. Right. Now, as you know, we frequently talk about things that don't have to do with basketball. Right. I mean, or you guys do, I should say.
1: Yeah. Uh, I try to but- bring up it as much as possible.
0: Well, right, but back then, we didn't know if we had the range, J- right, to talk right, about things that weren't right. to do with basketball. So we waited till the summer, mm-hmm. and the blank Jones, the idea was, in that blank, there would be something new every week. So we did, like, uh, the food Jones. Yes. Right? Talked about food. Right. I saw we we did one called the Screenplay Jones, which I didn't remember, and that's where we each pitched a movie. Oh. I listened to five minutes of it. The five minutes I listened to was Trey, you know— breathlessly explaining this great idea for a movie. And then you just pipe in and go, yeah, uh, Trey, you just described uh, a, a movie called dog park. His movie was about two people that at a dog
1: park. Oh yeah. And I you remember said that. There yeah, was yeah. a movie called dog park already. yeah The, the great uh, Bruce McCullough.
0: So anyways, the no dunks discord had some blank episodes In their feet. So I went back and I I listened to five minutes of that one. And I listened to five minutes of another one called Rules for My Unborn Son. And I had no memory of doing this. And basically this idea was this guy, Walker Lamond, had started a Tumblr where he would, I don't know, every day or every week, write a new rule till he got to, I think he was trying to get to a thousand or something. Okay. And they would be rules for his unborn son. So like, for instance, one that we talked about on the show was start what you finish, especially books. And the idea was we bring them up and debate whether we agreed with them or not. So we're doing follow up on a podcast that is at least, (laughs) I don't know, Uh, 15 years old, 15 years old, 12, 15 years old. So I don't know if this was, it said October 2nd, but no year, but I would guess it was either 2011, 2012 or
1: 2013.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So just, I'm going to hit you with something that we did not talk about on the show. Give me your gut reaction.
1: (laughs) Oh God. Okay.
0: Accept with pleasure or regretfully decline, but one need not give reason why. Huh. So they're saying, if I invite you somewhere, just mm-hmm. say yes or no, but don't give me a reason why. Right. This seems like bad advice to me,
1: but what do you, How do you feel? I don't hate it. I don't hate it because just if simple, I'm simple, direct, don't overexplain. Yeah. If I'm inviting you somewhere, hey Matt, uh, let's go down to the Hawks game, mm-hmm. and you're like. Mm, no thanks. That's all I need. That's all I need. You know, I don't. You know what? Uh, I was supposed to cook Jill a a ramen <laughs> dinner that night. I don't. I don't. I don't care, and I don't. I don't need to know any of that. You know what I mean? Okay.
0: So uh, related. Never cancel dinner plans by text message. Hmm. Now this
1: was this is at least fifteen years ago, or yeah. at least
0: thirteen years ago. So times they are a changing.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think. But I would one, say tax
0: is the best way to cancel dinner plans. Y- yes.
1: Well, it depends on how late you're canceling them. I suppose. That's true. If you need like, to
0: know that they're going to know the information right away, you go, you do have to call.
1: Yeah. Like. Yeah. But this guy's saying
0: don't don't say why. So you would just say, I, I would say I am cooking a ramen dinner for Jill and for you and for Rachel. Yeah. You just say say not
1: coming. Okay, I, don't well, what, okay, I don't know if I how, like that. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. It's like, say you and Jill have invited Rachel and I to dinner at mm-hmm. your house, and Rachel and I have had basically a domestic incident, you mm-hmm. know, getting ready for this, mm-hmm. and uh, she's in tears, I'm in tears. We don't even know if this marriage is going to survive. Uh-huh. Right? You don't need to know any of that. Hey, Matt, I can't make it. Something's Yeah, but come that's, up. that's when you say,
0: sorry, can't come. Rachel has diarrhea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's a lie. Didn't he just say not to lie? Well, he didn't say not to lie.
0: He just said not to give a reason why. But
1: at least well, there I there was know- another rule about lying, wasn't it? Anyways
0: well okay then he says the best way, this is another rule the best way to ruin an apology is with an explanation this guy doesn't like this feels a little too manly to me you know what I mean like, Right. yeah yeah men don't explain things and I think also he's going under the assumption that men don't want things explained to them like right right a man will understand if you if you gotta cancel fishing plans you just say <laughs> I ain't coming and then the man says alright uh, more Shiraz light for me
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't want to put somebody in a delicate situation, even if they're putting themselves in a delicate situation. Do you know what I mean? Like, What's the delicate situation here? The yeah, diarrhea? Needing, needing to lie and say that, uh, you know what? My wife has diarrhea. <laughs> you know you what know, like, Well, a real man would say, I have diarrhea. <laughs> that's right. He'll step up and ta- take the fake <laughs> diarrhea. But it's just like... What? Hey, you diarrhea. Is. You text
0: me. You say I have diarrhea and I'm wearing white underwear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't risk it tonight. But it's like you have to sell. You you feel as you as my guest. If you're if I invited you, you as my guest. I don't want you to feel any pressure to come at all or any pressure to, you know, jazz up the reason for you not coming. Like maybe you just don't feel like it. Right. And it's like, Oh, yeah. I have terrible diarrhea. It's like, I don't want you to be in that position. You can just say, I'm not coming and I will I spare I you. That pretty
0: uh, rude. If you've prepared me dinner and I just suddenly decide, I feel, don't feel like coming.
1: Well, yeah, but I don't, I'm, I'll get that into That wouldn't it. happen. Okay. All right. All right well, here, here's
0: another rule. I, I pulled this one aside. I saw this one. I said, Oh, I got to JD this. <laughs> it just says, you can't serenade a girl on the drums.
1: Yeah, that is 100% true, actually.
0: But I bet you playing drums has excited
1: some women. Some of the (laughs) women you were with were like, God, it's good back there. I don't know about that. Rachel says she enjoyed watching me play back in the day, but it's not like people were throwing themselves at me afterwards. Were you
0: drumming uh, shirtless? Uh, Sometimes, yeah. Yeah? Yeah?
1: yeah, For sure. Uh,
0: Fingerless gloves? (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, There was another music one. This rule for his unborn son: Don't sing the guitar solo.
1: Hmm. You mean like along when you're driving in the car, kind of thing?
0: Yeah. Let's say you're listening to Boston's "More Than a Feeling," so you're, yep, you're in the definitely car, definitely singing along. I'm
1: singing along. More
0: than a feeling, but then you're going.
1: Yeah, Yeah. 100%. 100% singing along. Uh, Sometimes I'll whistle along if the range is too high, you know. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, fuck. Are you crazy? Sweet child of mine, guitar solo, you're not singing along. There's something wrong with you.
0: Okay. Do you, let me let me just throw one at you here. I'm just going to Google best guitar solo. Okay. And I would like you to sing it <laughs> top <laughs> of your head here. What's a good one for you? Okay. Uh, do you, ooh, Freebird. Bird. Um, free bird. Uh, So go yeah, go past the slow part. Okay, I'll, I'll set you up. Okay. I'm gonna fly. Free
1: uh, bird. Hit it, JD. <laughs> is that how it goes? I think it's like. like
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Skinner, I'm not that familiar with. Yeah.
0: Or, uh, you know, it's what's, what's one as I've been driven nuts by, but it's pretty funny? Um, Almond Brothers. Um, is it Jessica that it's an instrumental? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all
1: right. Here, one. Give me one more. Hotel California. Uh, uh. Well, well. The beginning of it. Blang ding 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 ding. No, those do do, are just
0: arpeggios. Okay. I, I'm thinking more.
1: uh what, The uh, fuck? How does it? That's fucking fire,
0: that guitar. Oh, it's a great guitar solo. That's the only good thing about that song, to be
1: honest. No, it's great.
0: Yeah, it is great, but it's something so fucked up that they made me hate it. Okay, wow. You know, I had a lot of these, but maybe we'll do some more of these on a different podcast. Okay, yeah. Let's end on this one because this is insane. Okay. Now, all these rules you would agree, this guy, his rules for his unborn son, he's like, he's a man, I want my son to grow up to be a man. Right. This is his rule You're never too old to wave at fire trucks. The fuck
1: is this guy talking wow. about? Wow. Huh. I don't wave at fire trucks, do you?
0: <laughs> no, who does that? I didn't even know that was a thing that the fire trucks even want us to be doing.
1: Well, little kids love fire trucks.
0: I understand. he's saying you're never too old. So he wants me, a 41-year-old man, to be waving at a fire truck that's going by. If I wave at it, I won't be able to put my fingers in my ears. (laughs) Well, that's another good question. Would you agree or disagree? You're never too old to put your fingers in your ears to block out the the screaming sound of a siren. Oh, that's true.
1: Like, you should be doing that. It's too late. Right. You're going to But I your think ears.
0: some men think you look like a child.
1: You do, but that's fine. But You'd look like a child and save your hearing. My cochlea will thank me later. Yeah. If I'm if I'm waving at a, <laughs> a fire truck, I, it's like I'm hailing them down for something at my age, like they're probably yeah, going to think like a there's cat something wrong. a tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: That's what I say to Jill. I say, uh, Jill, could you please put your fingers in my ears? I'd like to keep my hand free in case a fire truck goes by.
1: Yes, but what about my ears, Matt? Get your fingers in my ears.
0: I don't know. She grew up on a farm. She's probably used to hearing, like, a loud noises of, like, combine harvesters going by or something like that. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, put your fingers in your ears, okay? Yeah. yeah also, right here. how do you... Like kids wave at fire trucks. You're telling me, uh, I believe you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do they also wave at ambulances? Because that's rude.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? Really? Well, they're
0: waving, and inside they're going, "Give them 30 cc's of <laughs> whatever thing we have in here." Yeah. What do we got in here? Yeah. No, this you're whole, right. Th- this vial's filled with Shiraz light. This patient's <laughs> gonna die. You don't wave at a cop car, do you? They're on their uh, way to, to a, yeah. a murder. Uh, you don't. <laughs> They're like, hi. Hey. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That's true. I say right. don't wave at anything.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm be with safe. you. What about what about the thing for regular truckers? Like,
0: yeah, that's cool. That's, that's totally fine. fine.
1: Okay. That's totally fine. You can keep doing that.
0: Um, all right. So, as we said, the next Is This Good show you will hear will be Kelly Dwyer. That'll be July 10th. Next week, you will hear me and JD... Well, half of us will be live from beautiful Las Vegas. Mm We'll be hearing all about the ins and outs of what JD's doing down there. Whether he's up, whether he's down. (laughs) uh, Whether what the pool scene's like. We're going to get a a nice vibe report from Las Vegas. So join us next week for that. Uh, And again, join us tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern for the live stream hangout. Free trial on Patreon. Email us at isusgoodpod at gmail.com. Subscribe everywhere. And leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This was J.D. and Matt reaching out from the great beyond. Have a safe trip, J.D. Thank you. See you you next week. Waving like you're a fire truck. Bye.